Hello everyone, welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast. Roll the intro. So whether you're on the cricket ground, Lang Park or the bush, you still gotta run, you still gotta tackle, and the scrums are not the same push. You give it some, you give some more, and you really give your all. Playing rugby league football, it's the greatest game of all. And here's a message about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by our two sponsors. They are two locally owned Central Coast businesses. First one is the Grange Hotel in Wyoming. For a good drink, good food and good time, head over to the Grange, Wyoming. I recommend you go there on Monday nights because they have a special on schnitties. My favorite schnitty is the pepper gravy one. And our second sponsor is Zabara Clothing. Manufacturers and suppliers of teamwear and uniforms, head to www.zabara.com.au or visit their store in Erina, New South Wales, Australia. This episode is also sponsored by Boot Computers based in Gorakin, New South Wales, Australia. They are a Microsoft registered refurbisher. So for all of your computer needs, whether it's you need networking, you need Um, data recovery, you need new computers, you need old computers, you want them fixed, you want anything to do with computers, head over to Boot Computers in Gorakin, New South Wales, Australia. Tell them CJ from the Final Tackle Podcast sent you. This episode is proudly partnered with NRL Universe. For all of your rugby league news, be it NRL, NRLW, Super League and more, head over to their website or their Facebook page to be updated on all things league related. They also have a lot of awesome podcasts on their website, including ours, as well as the Locker Room and Six Tackles with Gus Gould. So be sure to head over to their website. It's the best place to get your rugby league news fixed. I am joined by a very special guest. He played 349 games in the NRL for Manly and also including the Northern Eagles had a wonderful rep career for Australia and New South Wales, and then went over to the Super League and played an additional well over 100 games over there. Please welcome Steve Menzies. Thank you for joining us here, mate. G'day, CJ. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. So let's get stuck into the questions, I reckon. So question one is about your debut. You made your debut for Manly in round 13, 1993. What was that like for you and the week leading up to it? Yeah, it was uh, it's obviously a huge, different experience and a, a huge um, week, you know, sometime back in the... Back in the day, not everyone made their debut knowing the whole week because they used to have two fresh reserves. Yep. Um, so you sell on the sideline. But then they got two guys that had played reserve grade. Yeah. Uh, they used to get about four guys to sit on the bench. You could use four reserves. So two were fresh and the other two had already played a game reserve grade. And they, if you had a good game, you got to sit on the sideline. So some people made their debut not knowing it was going to be their debut. Yep. Um, for me, it was... Um, uh, one of my best mates in footy, Nick Ossif, had oh, wow. done his knee. Yeah, he'd done his, his knee for the first time. So I had a recast. So I got a start as a fresh reserve. So I was sitting on the, the, the bench there. I think Cliff Lyons was coming back from an injury. So me and Cliffy were the two fresh reserves. Yep. And we were, I think we were number 40 and 41 oh, sitting wow. on the side. So I, I knew I was playing first grade. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a weird week, a bit of media and, uh, I, I suppose just yeah, your childhood dream to, to play first grade, and um, I, I was super nervous. There's so we played Brisbane on the Friday night, and there yep. was um, yeah, the Broncos had a pretty star-studded lineup, and well, they went on actual, to win the comp that year. Yeah, well, there, there's some actual footage of, of me, the old manly where you walk where you walk in um, walk onto the field. There's yeah. boots to sit on the side there, and yep. I've seen the old footage, and my mouth's a jar and I'm like just going oh my god looking at these as the Broncos run out we'd already gone out I was just looking going holy 
moly, yeah. I've got to literally, you know, play against these guys. But <laughs> memories uh, that stick out are um, just the speed of the game. It's another level of, of speed from, from reserve grade and um, yeah. just playing against guys that you watched on TV and just the, what what am I doing here? I shouldn't be here because <laughs> yep. these guys are on TV and I'm, I'm just, not. just a kid. No, that's right. So it's, it's um, you know, it, it takes a while to get, you know, I suppose the confidence to say, "Oh, this is I belong on this field." It's um, yeah. it's a it's a weird feeling. But once you've played, once you've tested first grade, once um, you never want to play anything else. It's um, it's a pretty cool experience. Carrying on to question two, how is retirement treating you? Yeah, it's, it's not too bad. Um, I'm involved as a, as an ambassador down at the Seagulls. So I've been doing that um, since I retired in um, 2013. Uh, also, I'm a mortgage broker, so I've been doing that for the last couple of years. So I look after people's home loans and investment loans and um, nice. citywide. So it's look, it's it's. I really enjoy having a, a full time job. It keeps me busy. It gives me you know goals and focuses to 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 keep moving forward in your life. So it's um. It's been good, yeah, and yeah. It's not a bad business to be in, so um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Speaking of debuts, by the way, your grandfather played in the first ever Manly Warringah Sea Eagles game in 1947. What was it like living up to that legacy? Well, it's I, I did know about that, but as a kid, and, and I suppose um, yeah, even when you're younger, it's uh, it, it wasn't really over. I didn't really know a lot about it. Um, okay. Yeah, I knew that he had played, but as a kid, you just you do what you you do because you love it. So you're not. Yeah. I wasn't trying to emulate that. That's you know, I used to get um, my, my grandma on the other side used to take me to to Brookvale Oval and we'd slide down the back of the hill and run on the field and oh, nice. these would yeah yeah we'd slide down the cardboard literally wait for the last five minutes and then we'd jump over and try and grab the corner post and run on and touch <laughs> the players and that's what that's what we did a long time ago. So that's. You just grow up loving the game, and then these are your heroes like Graham Meadie and Johnny Gibbs, my, my two favourite players. And yep. that's I just love playing the game, and that's what I wanted to do. So it's as a kid, and the older you sort of understand what your grandparents did, but it wasn't really a that. It wasn't know, a prominent a, thought in your mind at the no, time. No, no, that's right. I just love the sport and love the game, and these were my heroes, and that's what I wanted to do. So it was. Um, yeah, when there, when there's no expectations, it's probably a bit easier. Yeah, no, that's question four. Where did the nickname Beaver originate? I got it from uh, when I was about eight from Leave It to Beaver. The, there was an uh, American sitcom yep. on at the time. Yeah, yep. and, the, and the main character was Beaver Cleaver or Theodore Cleaver, who was on the on the show. Yeah, um, Jerry Mathers is his name. So, uh, and I looked a little bit like him and had freckles and um, <laughs> and everyone just it's sort of someone fun. just yeah, I think my footy coach or someone just said you look like. Beaver from the show, and that was that was it. Oh wow, fair enough, and it stuck. Uh, question five: Is it true that you turned down an offer from North Sydney Bears before you were offered to play for Manly because you wanted to play for Manly? I didn't turn them down. It was um, I. Uh, I had an offer. I played New South Wales Schoolboys. Mm-hmm. Steve Martin said, "Do you want to? Um, yeah, we want to have a chat to you." And sort of maybe I think they offered me. Three thousand dollars or five? I don't know, That's five massive at the time, like, honestly. It was because I was nineteen. You go and Hagrid, maybe eighteen. So Hagrid's this and um, yeah, for sure. Nearly found out about it and sort of said, "Well, we want to keep you, so come and let's negotiate." And we sort of we said, "Oh, they said, what do you want?" And we I said, "Oh, eight grand." And they said, "Deal." Oh, nice. And then we walked out and just thought, <laughs> "Well, maybe you should have said ten. Yeah, I just I, I never really wanted to to 
to play for anyone other than Manly and um, I had a couple of chances to leave Manly and go elsewhere but I didn't really want to um, I didn't want to do that you know it's, it's not that's not who I want to play with Speaking of going elsewhere at the end of the 2008 season you headed over to the Super League to Bradford Bulls and then eventually Cutlands Dragons first of all what was it like playing in the UK and did you move over there because you'd felt you'd accomplished everything you could in Australia I moved over there there was there was no deal for me here at, at Manly I was sort of I was getting old I think I was 30 turning 35 and was it also because you didn't want to play for another NRL club yeah that's right yeah, yeah, yeah that's right so there was no there was no offer from Manly so we they said we don't have any money for you and I said well that's that's fine but I don't yeah. play against Manly so you know potentially could have played for another NRL club but that's not who I wanted to play for, so yeah, um, exactly. the only option was to go overseas. So I had two years at Bradford, then three at Cattle and Dragons in France, and yeah, we loved our time over there. And you had my daughter when before we left, and my son was over in France. So it's um, yeah, the whole family went over, and it's a, it was a great experience. So it's um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And speaking of your time at Manly, there's a few questions based on that. You won the grand final with Manly in '96, and you scored a try in that match. What was that like? First of all, the week build, the week long build up to the grand final, and also scoring a try in that game. Yeah, it's um, the, the whole week we played uh, a grand final in '95, and I think the Bulldogs beat us from fifth spot. I think we lost three games the whole season, and, and then the fourth game we lost was the grand final. And we, we were definitely the best side all year, but it just, just yeah, not on know, the day, unfortunately. Yeah, that's right, and, and that's what it comes down to. So it doesn't matter. Grand finals a different day. You know, semi-finals yeah. are different. Grand final is a, uh, a unique experience, and the whole week's different. And then obviously '96, we we played St George and got the cash that day, and scoring a try was was pretty cool. And speaking of grand finals, looking back on your career, you had major success with Manly. Grand final success. You played for your state and nation. You hold club records at Manly. Is there anything you miss and don't miss about the game? Oh, I still miss playing. It's, it's it's been such a huge part of love of your life. It's um yeah, I still miss playing. It's um uh, there's like, I can't really complain. I got to to play like I said from a country, from a state, and for the for the team. I mainly for the team. I grew, I grew up in the area and won grand finals with them. So there's not really anything I, I would have liked to have achieved. I, I achieved and I got to score a try in my last ever game. And I can't really ask for much more. No, <laughs> definitely not. Hey, now let's get stuck into these try time. Trivia. I'm not very good at trivia. Can I just give a little heads up, okay? Question one. Who was the first captain of the Brisbane Broncos? First captain? Wow. Okay. I have no idea. It's Wally Lewis. Wally. Which was the first rugby league club founded in Australia on 9th of January, 1908? Glebe? Yes. There you go, boom. The Eastern Suburbs Club was formerly known by what nickname? Eastern Suburb. Roosters, they were... East, no, nah, Roosters, I don't know. Nah, Tricolours. The Tricolours? Yep. All right, that was a tough one. All good. The Sharks rivalry with the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles is known as what? Battle of the Beaches. That's the one. Yes, there you go. And That's a tough question. In which year did the New Zealand Warriors win their first minor premiership? What year? No idea. 2002? Yes. Boom! And last question. By which name were the Sydney Roosters originally known? The Tricolours. No, no, no. That, that's the nickname. What name were they? What was the original team name? Eastern Suburbs. Yep. Well, there you go. Well, I thought that was a trick question. You're trying yeah. to ask me that. Okay, there oh, you go. Yeah, so you ended up well, getting what I get? four what from did I get? How you many? four from six, mate. Four from six. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Honestly. Yeah, I'll take that. That's good. Thank you very much for joining us. No worries. Hey, thanks for having me.